0: For the second straight game, the Bruins, with a big time run, knock out the opponent. This time against the Sun Devils in a rowdy road environment. Let's go. It's Locked On UCLA. Let's hit it, baby. You are Locked On UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for tuning into this immediate reaction to the lockdown, to the UCLA-whatever Arizona State. I'm Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer. Thanks for tuning into Locked On to UCLA. It's free wherever, wherever you get your podcasts, available on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Be excited. The Bruins, 14-0 and in their last 14 games. 8-0 in the Pac-12, 14-game winning streak. They are unbeaten in true road games, 5-0. After knocking off the Arizona State Sun Devils, 74-62, a knockout punch of a 16-2 run over the last nearly six minutes, watching Arizona State not even score for nearly three and a half minutes, and despite a late bouncing, crazy bouncing three that gave Arizona State a 60-58 lead after Dembona nearly missed a three-point play opportunity, it seemed like, oh man, five points to go, five minutes to go. Arizona State take the lead in a back and forth, grind it out game. Is this how it's going to play? No. The Bruins, again, just like they did against Colorado and Pali Pavilion over the weekend in a rainstorm, close it out. And this was a game that was so incredibly physical, so incredibly back and forth. And the Bruins, Hawkins, in foul trouble. I mentioned this in previous podcasts. Where's the bench scoring going to come from? Well, and who's, what's the old other scoring going to come from with no Amari Bailey in this game? Oh, the Bruins certainly made it tough on themselves. Hawkes couldn't buy a bucket and he got in foul trouble. Adem Bona didn't make field goals late until he got a bucket with the and one and then tipped it in at the end of the game. So he had no Bona, who's been a superstar on the paint leading up to this game. He had no Hawkes who was coming off, I believe, a 23.13 rebound performance. Clark. While he did get 10 points, 10 eight boards, 10 points, eight boards, three steals, he was three of nine. Who showed up? Well, Mick Cronin has been emphasizing, 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 emphasizing. Tiger Campbell needs to score and be a go to score for this team to be elite. He's talked about Bona needing to get 10 rebounds a game. Well, Bona got three today, wasn't his best in five turnovers for the freshman, but for the, the super senior Tiger Campbell to come through and get 22 points on seven of 11 shooting eight of nine for the free throw line. He was the go-to scorer. Tiger Campbell had one assist. Hawkins had five. It's almost like the two of them flipped roles because Campbell in 34 minutes, they pressed on him. They leaned on him. And this is what UCLA needed. Tiger Campbell to come through and score. And I'd also mentioned David Singleton had been ice cold from downtown. 0 for 9 in his last two games combined. Last week, he didn't hit a three except in practice and in warm-ups and in postgame reps after going 0-9 against Utah and Colorado. And that's that's fine. Utah's very scrappy defensively, just like Arizona State is. Very scrappy. They can guard the three-point line with the best of them. Arizona State apparently didn't pose the same problem because David Singleton, that extra scoring that, you know, got asked for, that extra scoring. Singleton got 21 and 7 of 10 shooting and played almost the entire game If it wasn't for Jalen Clark playing practically 40 minutes, Singleton played basically the whole game with 38 minutes, and Campbell with 34, which is going to be tough going forward because UCLA is not deep. I hope you guys know this by now. Mick Cronin can run out 10 guys, nine guys, 11 guys when Bailey gets back, but they're not deep, and they're even they have horrible, horrible depth when it comes to significant contributions beyond seven deep but singleton rose to the challenge hit four threes of course a starter big time buckets coming in big time ways despite being cold when they needed him to score singleton scored and then the emotional energy off the bench the spark plug that is dylan andrews they needed every one of those seven points with that big time dunk looked like he got fouled but i guess the replay showed he was not fouled although always drawing the ire of Mick Cronin from getting the technical foul <laughs> after talking trash. That was the emotional lift it seemed like UCLA needed. One of many in a game that featured 33 combined turnovers, not a game where either team was truly dominating in one facet other than one, you know, one way or the other, but a game that was tied eight times, 14 lead changes. Arizona State actually led the majority of this game, including going into half. But if you look at the numbers of how much each team led, they led fairly close, 15-plus minutes for the Bruins, 17-and-a-half minutes for Arizona State. They got their three guys in double figures, but the difference is they didn't get their usual four guys per game in double figures, right? They kept Desmond Cambridge Jr., the reigning pac player of the week, in in relative control. D.J. Horn, relative control. Yeah, Nunez, who had 10, but they didn't let his brother Cambridge go off for big minutes. They didn't let Collins go off for big points. So the Bruins did what they needed to do. But this is, you know, it shows you what the Bruins know how to do in winning time. What's There's the clutch gene, and then there's winning time. Winning time is when there's five minutes left. You're sitting there. You're buckled in either at home. You're in the game. You're watching it. You're playing it, Whatever it is, it's within a bucket. It's a game that's been a slugfest, not of crazy points, not of punches, just one of those games where you just don't know who's going to win, and each team— Mick Cronin preaches deflections, deflections, deflections. And boy, oh boy, this game had plenty of deflections, passes, stolen, ugly turnovers every which way. And in winning time, the final five minutes was within a bucket or two. The broadcast showed Arizona State, in two possession games, this year is one of the best teams in the country. Under Bobby Hurley, the last three seasons, including this one, is one of the best teams when it comes to these Maybe not one possession games, one to two three-point games, but when it's close late, they know how to win. Last year went to triple overtime against a not as good Arizona State team after they hit the portal this most recent offseason to get a team that was competitive like this one this year. They usually can win these games like they did last year against the Bruins at home in triple overtime. But you could argue that the Bruins, with more veteran savvy, with Tiger Campbell, it was evidenced, right, by that big Hawkeyes rebound, Full court length pass, Campbell, stre- Campbell streaking down for the layup, and when pressure comes from behind, turns, pivots, and lays it up to the fifth-year senior at Singleton who lays it up in that simple veteran boxy that they just have on the road. They came here last year. They know the disappointment it was to play in Tempe and lose that heartbreak of a game in that same Arizona-Arizona State week. They know that this is an important week that can determine their seeding line, how much easier it can be to go deeper in the tournament Going forward, Joe Lenardi said it. You win both these games this week. They are a one seed, probably out west, maybe out west. Who knows? Depending on how it goes, but they'll be a one seed, which can significantly lessen the load you're going to have to play in those first two months, the first two weekends, first, at least the first weekend of March, right? So UCLA, they got their defensive stops. Another key statistic to look at while the Bruins did turn over 13 times, a little more than their average. Forced nearly 20 Sun Devil turnovers and got twenty-four points off of those turnovers. The Bruins won this game by 12 on that late 16 to 2 run where they just blitzed the Sun Devils and they didn't know what hit them. And they outscored the Sun Devils. Again, this is what's going to win the Bruins games. It's what they did against Kentucky. It's what they did all these games that they've won since losing to Baylor on the back of back, on the back to back of those losing ga- those games they lost in Vegas. Plus 15 in points off turnovers. In a game where numbers were fairly similar, but when possessions mean and you need shots in a game that wasn't looking like the Bruins could score 45-and-a-half, 44 like they did in the second half to get to 44, when Arizona State was hitting miracle half-court buzzer beaters at the end of the first half, the Bruins, they buckled down and played defense. But I'm going to tell you, even when Bailey comes back, hopefully healthy as the Bruins are surging towards March Madness, in just in January, yes, surging into this Arizona highlighted matchup that will be Saturday morning. And yet the Bruins sit here, surging, going ready to get for a one seat potentially at the end of January, which doesn't mean much. You want to be one seat in March. Every game in March will be this dramatic. It, I don't feel like the Bruins will have many easy games in the tournament, whether it be the Pac 12 tournament whether it goes down the stretch, and especially in the tournament. And it's not like, all right, Zach, you're stating the obvious. No, I think it'll be ugly, and while it might not be a 16-2 to two run late. It might be like the first round last year against Akron, where they're going to have to grind it out. And if they're a one seed while well, you're playing a 16 seed, you're hoping you don't have to do that. This team kind of reminds me a little bit, for some reason, of this like team that has some sort of destiny, but can't do it incredibly can't, can't do it super easy at times kind of like that Virginia team right of that play what the 18 19 team the year Virginia lost after in in the six to the the number 16 seed in UMBC and then turned around to win the title in those six games Virginia probably didn't have a uh, a point differential of greater than 10 in most of those games when they won at going to overtime a couple of times getting a foul call late that's how I think this Bruins team will advance deep in March it'll be we outgrind you. We play better defense, and you make your mistake, and we'll make you pay. Hawkes couldn't buy a bucket. All of a sudden, he's making big moves down the paint, drilling threes when the Bruins needed it most. Clark, he's not having the best shooting night. Pokes a steal, boom, Bruins layup. Bona, what does he do? Wild poking at the buzzer, basically, at the end of that game. And one, when the Bruins were tied six minutes ago, beginning of winning time, they feed the big man, he makes a play. Didn't make the bucket, got the free throw but he was making play they were all making plays down the stretch but again the depth is severely lacking for this UCLA team so the the faster bailey can get healthy and pretty sure he's not going to be available for arizona barring some late last minute craziness after traveling from tempe to tucson after the team celebrates it'll be an impressive week if they can get both of these it's already nice to get one but you know how nasty and gnarly it'll be in Tucson and the McHale Center, Arizona knowing we've been fading, we've been losing some respect after they've taken their three losses fairly recently. They want to get this big win against the Bruins at home. And UCLA, they they look awesome. They look great doing this, but I don't think Arizona will settle for nasty contested jump shots when the game's on the line against the Bruins on Saturday morning into the afternoon. That's not going to happen. They're going to feed their big men, and it's going to be up to Bona to not be in foul trouble, and Hawkins to do all that. We'll have all that and more talking about this in the Friday podcast. But UCLA grinds it out and gets it done. Nice to see in a game that I, I wasn't entirely sure they would win. Watching it play out the first, you know, first half, battling it into the second half, and they do what they need to do and get a win. End up shooting fifty percent, get those seventy plus points, keep Arizona State away from winning the rebounding battle when if they do they if Arizona State out rebounds you they're undefeated they're 10 and 0 when they hit 10 or more threes they're 10 and 0 Arizona State hit nine threes when they score 70 points unbeaten they scored less than 70 points so whenever they score 70 points or more get more rebounds and hit 10 or more threes i might they're 5 and 0 when they hit 10 or more threes but when they score 70 or more hit those threes and out rebound you then They're unbeaten. And again, the Bruins numbers remains. When they allow less than 70 points, unbeaten. 70 or more, they've lost two games. So if the Bruins defense continues, look for it to continue into mastery into Tucson. We'll talk about that coming up soon. Thanks for this immediate, loud reaction. Thanks for tuning in for Locked On UCLA. We'll tell you more about Bilt Bar, because if you're looking for a delicious treat that just not only is a UCLA win, one of two, hopefully, but if you're looking for a delicious treat that does not have all the fat and calories, you've got to try a Built Bar. If you went through the holidays and you want to eat healthier this year, just like me, Built with Built with Built Bars, healthy is actually tasty. You've got to try Builts, and just know they're so delicious for you. That's perfect for your New Year's resolution. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. They've got churro flavors, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. They've got it all. Unbelievable flavors. 17 grams of protein. And you can go to Built.com and get your order. 13 box. Get a 4 box pack, 12 box pack. Your local grocery store, Walmart, Sam's Club. They got them there. Go get yourself a Built Bar. Because just like Built Bar, the Bruins are built for success. Let's get that Saturday one against Tucson. The Bruins. 16-2 to two run. Knockout. Arizona State get that 14th win in a row. Eight clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You see, LA, let's go. We're excited. You CLA, fight, fight, fight. Let's go. We're all discombobulated. Yes, I'm trying to fix my light. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm all out of sorts, out of sorts, whatever it is. You, well, let's try that again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You see, LA, you see, LA, fight, fight, fight. There we go. When you do an eight clap every day, you're, you're game for losing. You're messing up a couple. You're just getting you're just you're bound to mess it up. It is what it is. Either way, I'm Zach Anderson Yoxheimer signing off for Locked On UCLA. Bruins get that dub 14 in a row. We will preview that Arizona matchup coming up shortly with Locked On UCLA. Stay tuned. This has been Locked On UCLA. Immediate reaction. Go Bruins.